Hey, this is Melanie from Stories and Songs writing the lyrics. Today, we start a mini series of episodes that all deal with one question. How can we write an attention-grabbing opening line so that we can hook our listeners with our first line? And we should talk about that, because in today's age of thousands of distractions that all compete for our audience's attention, if our song doesn't hook our listeners straight away, they might not listen to it at all. But we want to get heard, right? Songs are a powerful way to make an impact on someone in as little as three minutes. But in order to get our message across or what we have to say about life, we have to get people's attention right from the first line on. Otherwise, it's like with a movie. If we miss the beginning, it's so hard to catch up on and we probably give up anyway. So let's talk about ways to make sure our listeners actually want to listen to our lyrics and how we can achieve that with our opening line. Sound good? So let's get started. So the big question is this, how do singer-songwriters who want to keep writing their own lyrics and stay true to who they are without taking on an image the industry wants them to and who believe their songs have a greater purpose, how do they write lyrics in a way to help them stand out from the crowd yet still reach a larger audience and get skyrocketing sales? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Melanie Naumann and welcome to the Stories and Songs podcast. Attention spans are shorter than ever. Distraction is our new best buddy, constantly poking us and saying, hey, check this out, look over here, get this, have you seen this, gosh, what happened here, isn't that... You see what I mean, our buddy D, D like distraction, doesn't want us to miss out on anything. And as scaring as this might sound, he's actually opening the floodgates to the thousands of unimportant mind-grabbing things that do not help us survive, thrive or derive meaning. D, distraction, leads us into a void of quick and endless entertainment, a state in which we don't accomplish anything. And once we get out of being driven over by millions of impressions, life has continued around us and we were not a part of it. Multiple studies point to an overall decrease in the global attention span. And of course, there's a correlation to an increase in the available material for consumption around us. And D knows all about them. Just look at how D distraction already destroyed the music industry. Where have all the full-length LP records gone? In July 2020, Spotify CEO stated that it's not enough for artists to release an album every three to four years. Now it's all about shorter and more frequent EPs or single releases because new music is available 24 hours a day. Because nowadays, everyone has the possibility through modern technology and the internet to release their music to a global audience And D can't wait to show all of those other songs to our audience. So our listeners don't just get overrun by the tornado of social media, but also by the unstoppable flood of music and choices and choices and so many choices. Those choices are why the average listener doesn't take the time to listen to an entire album anymore. Heck, they don't even have any artist preferences anymore. Furthermore, D uses the powerhouses of social media platforms and their 10 to 15 second reels to give us more and more and less time. 
And now, when we look at our songs and the words we write, we need to be able to grab the attention of our audience and keep it focused on us. That means we have to fight that son of a postie with all possible means. But how? You better rely on the strongest power humans know and let it work for you. Storytelling. And by that, I don't mean you start with the description of the surroundings like it was a dark and stormy night and the rain kept pouring, blah, 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 blah. No, instead, you throw your audience into an unfolding event. As the amazing Sheila Davis says in her book, The Craft of Lyric Writing, she says, your lyric must quickly do two things. Make contact with your listener and then make him want to hear more. How? That's the question, right? Well, here it is. We want people to listen to our songs, so we need to take our toolbox and find some duct tape to shut up D. We need to find the tools that will protect our listeners from their flashing, attention-seeking body distraction. We need to help them stay with our song, because if they take the time to listen to our music and words, we can have a positive impact on them by giving them a message that is good, beautiful and meaningful. A message worth more than billions of funny fluffing cat videos. So even though there are many different ways to write the first lines of a song, there are nine different ways that work best to grab the audience's attention and kick D's butt. And in today's episode, we start with the first possibility to create an attention-grabbing opening line. We start with the powerful problem, which is by far an incredibly strong way that helps you catch your audience's attention, hook them, make them relate, and keep them engaged from the first word to the last. What's the one thing people can't hear about enough? Yes, other people's problems. Somehow we are so invested in hearing about how other people struggle that we totally forget about our own. We want to hear about those problems, even if it's just gossip. Because at a level, we are so glad it's not our problem. And at the same time, hearing about those problems lets us know that we are not alone in this world. Other people struggle as well. No one has a perfect life. Everyone goes through hardships and pain, suffers and tries to find a way to deal with the things that want to ruin our lives or attempt to give us a bad day, week or even a year. Listening to those problems is not just a desire for a thrill where we can't get hurt ourselves. It's about relating to other people and through that, relating to ourselves and finding the strength to face the things we rather look away from. It's self-therapy to listen to other people's problems. Sometimes we can also take something meaningful away and apply it to our own life. And one of the quickest ways to learn from other people's problems is by listening to song lyrics. By the way, addressing a problem in the opening lines is by far the most used narrative tactic to hook and engage the audience. Just look at this example. If a song starts like this. Your hair smells like midnight roses over at the Golden Bay. Well, that's great for those two lovebirds, but most of your audience won't be able to relate or even be interested in that kind of perfect love story. Perfect is, like our buddy D, distraction, another friend who constantly sticks the mirror on our face and tells us how great everything around us is, just not us. 
So to hell with P and his shiny sparkling world of everything's oh so perfect. We rather get down in the mud and into the real world. Hence an opening line like another day at Golden Bay, another heart just thrown away will much more likely catch our attention because we sense problem alert and we want to hear more about this. After all, we can all relate to heartache much more than the perfect love story that almost every time hits us with another bump in the road. So bring it on heartache. And just like this, problems, be it heartache, pain, loss, whatever that cuts real deep and presents itself like giant, insuperable obstacles, those hook us because they show what real life truly is. An ongoing struggle that makes the good so much more desirable and meaningful. And to bring this argument home, that starting the lyrics with addressing a problem is a powerful way to grab someone's attention, just look at one of the most amazing TV series theme songs of all time. I'll be there for you by the Rembrandts. They sing. So no one told you life was gonna be this way. Your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life's DOA. It's like you're always stuck in second gear when it hasn't been your day, your week, your month, or even your year. But, and then the chorus starts with the uplifting part. No matter what happens, I'll be there for you. That is such a positive takeaway. That's something we want to believe in. We want to have a friend like this. One we can always count on. But we will only get that far into the song because the opening line hooked us and grabbed our attention. Somehow we could relate to that first line that life turned out differently than expected. The other lines color the problem and even though there are many possible problems mentioned, one of them will surely hit the present state of most of the listeners. And once again, they are even more invested in keeping listening to the song. Because after all, and that's the most important part when you start your song with a problem, people want to hear about how that problem is solved. And preferably, it should be solved in a way that is helpful to the listener. And to successfully use this tool to grab your listener's attention, there are a couple of different ways you can put to use. In general, just addressing something that is wrong concerning the character's situation or their internal state is an almost fail-safe way to use this tool. But here are some more examples of what you can do when using the first line technique of the powerful problem. So first way how you can pull it off. Address a negative feeling or emotion, which raises the question in the audience's mind, what happened? Why do they feel like this? For example, in I Will Survive by Gloria Gaynor, she starts with, at first I was afraid, I was petrified. So you see, she is addressing those negative feelings or emotions. Another way how you can pull it off with the powerful problem start, you can include colors that represent negative emotions. Like in California Dreaming by the Mamas and Papas, all the leaves are brown and the sky is gray. That shows us that those colors represent negative emotion because we think of leaves, they should be green. Green means full of light. And when the sky is gray, that means like there's rain coming or storm or thunder, thunder clouds. And those two represent negative feelings. 
what we associate with negative emotions, okay? Another way to pull off the powerful problem is to address something that someone was told or what they believed and it turned out to be all wrong. For example, famous opening line, I thought love was only true in fairy tales. Yes, that's the line by the monkeys from I'm a Believer. Or, as we've already mentioned, I'll be there for you by the Rembrandts. It starts with, so no one told you life was going to be this way. So addressing something that someone was told or what they believed is another powerful way to use the powerful problem as a lyric opening line. But we have some more that we can use. For example, say what someone used to do that they unfortunately can't do anymore. So famous, famous example again, American Pie by Don McLean. He sings, a long, long time ago, I can still remember how that music used to make me smile. So you see, you can't have that anymore, okay? So that's another way to address a problem. Another way to address a problem is to use negations like can't, don't, won't, doesn't that show that things aren't right. For example, go your own way, HQ, by Fleetwood Mac. They start the song with loving you isn't the right thing to do. So there you have it, a negation that addresses a problem. You can also tell about something that someone did to the song's character. For example, Mamma Mia by ABBA. She sings, I've been cheated by you since I don't know when. Or um, look at The First Cut is the Deepest by Sheryl Crow. I would have given you all of my heart, but there's someone who's torn it apart. So yeah, we are addressing what someone did to the song's character and that is wrong. That's a problem. And you can also start your opening line when looking at a powerful problem by starting with a mistake the song's main character made. For example, Always On My Mind by Pet Shop Boys. They sing, maybe I didn't treat you quite as good as I should. That's addressing a mistake, okay? And lastly, you can also use words that signal to the audience that something is wrong. For example, death, shadow, darkness, and used to hurt, Pain, trouble, lonely, lost, empty, would have, but if only. Okay, that's another way to use the powerful problem as an opening line. And um, now let's just name some more song examples that start with a powerful problem. Because it's so interesting to talk about this and how the powerful problem is used in so many songs opening lines. Okay, so let's just go through like maybe 20 opening lines, okay? Because ah, I just love talking about this. So um, for example, Gangsta's Paradise by Coolio Feet LV. They sing, as I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I take a look at my life and realize there's not much left. Powerful problem, right? Strong words that indicate a powerful problem, shadow and death and like, seeing, oh my God, I look at my life and there's not much left. I mean, what couldn't be a, a bigger problem than this? Like thinking that your life was meaningless. Um, another powerful opening line is the song Hurt by Nine Inch Nails, which is a song that gained popularity with the cover by Johnny Cash. He sings, I hurt myself today to see if I still feel. 
I focus on the pain, the only thing that's real. Like the second word is hurt. When we when we hear that word, that's a very strong word to indicate a problem or something that is not right. Okay, so that it immediately gets our intention. Or look at the Beatles song, Let It Be. They sing, when I find myself in times of trouble. Trouble, another strong indicator that there's something wrong. Or same band with the song Yesterday. Yesterday, all my trouble seemed so far away. Again, the same word, trouble. Oh, one of my favorite songs, Boulevard of Broken Dreams by Green Day. They sing, I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. So we have two things that are going on here. First, the word lonely, which indicates that something is not as it's supposed to be. Because when we hear lonely, we always think, oh, why doesn't he have company? So we know, oh, there's a problem. And then he continues to say, the only one that I have ever known. And that shows us that the state of loneliness is not just something for a short time, but it's a state that has continued over his entire life. That's big. That's huge. Or when you look at a song by Johnny Mitchell, A Case of You, he sings, just before our love got lost. So that already indicates, oh my God, something bad is about to happen. Or look at the song, I Believe I Can Fly by R. Kelly. That song has such a positive message, but it's only that positive because you have the contrast of how it was before. And he sings, I used to think that I could not go on. And that's big. You have that negation in here, I could not go on. And in that context, it's like... um Something so bad happened that I didn't know how to continue living. That's big. That's a big problem. And it's good. Like if you talk about that, if you address that right in the first line of your song, because if people feel like this and they do, you don't have much time to turn them around and give them something positive to believe in again. So you have to start with that emotion, connect with them, right? With how they feel so that they know oh my God, I'm not alone with that feeling. And then you can take them to that positivity um, in your chorus and make them believe that there's something to live for. Um, One of my all-time favorite songs is Good Riddance, Time of Your Life by Green Day. They sing another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. I just love that. I just love how that describes life because that always happens. And that's why the song... That's why it always is able to speak speak to someone because we always find ourselves in those situations. Like every day there's like there's a small turning point or a big turning point, but something is in our way and that's why you could listen to that song every day. It's so great. Or look at the song Special K by Placebo. They sing coming up beyond belief on this coronary thief. That's a little hard to get. But all it means that it's about heartache, right? Because a coronary thief is like someone who stole your heart. That's just saying someone stole my heart. So that's a problem too. And thief is another one of those powerful words when we, when it's indicated to us that someone did someone wrong. Okay, that's why it also addresses a powerful problem. Or the powerful problem is used as an opening line. Um... 
probably you haven't heard of this band, Westlife. That's an Irish band. Oh, I used to be a fan of them when I was still a teenager. And their first single is called Swear It Again. And they started with a powerful problem too. I want to know whoever told you I was letting go. So they are addressing a rumor um, that a cu love couple has to face. And that is threatening their love relationship. So we feel that threat in that opening line for, for their love. Or look at the song. What about now by Daudry? Shadows fill an empty heart as love is fading. So we have the word shadows and empty and fading. And it's all in the context of a love relationship. And we don't want when it's about love. We don't want to hear about shadows or empty or fading. But that's exactly what happens when people fall out of love. Then the Fugees, they sang in Killing Me Softly with a song. They started it with famous, famous lines. Strumming my pain with his fingers. That's so good. You have this action verb in the beginning, strumming. And then you have that word pain, which indicates the powerful problem. That's, oh, that's so really, really, really good. Or when we come to more recent songs, we have Love Yourself by Justin Bieber. He sings, for all the times that you rain on my parade. Again, someone is to blame. Someone is at fault for the character's problem. Or look at the song, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. She sings, if I should stay, I would only be in your way. That is so honest, but it's also indicating a problem. And it's so powerful. It just hooks us. And that's like what this attention-grabbing opening line is supposed to do. Or look at Oasis' most famous song, Wonderwall. Today is going to be the day that they're going to throw it back to you. And even though we don't really know what that is, what they're going to throw back to you or back at us, um, we sense it's problem-related. It is probably problem-related. Um, Where the streets have no name by you too. They start, I want to run. I want to hide. I want to tear down these walls that hold me inside. Big problem again. Big words. I want to run, I want to hide, I want to tear down these walls. So that's like really a st very strong emotional state of the song's character. Or A Woman's Heart by Eleanor McEvoy and Mary Black. They sing, my heart is low. And that's all that's necessary to indicate something is not quite right, okay? Or look at the song Home by Daudry. I'm staring out into the night trying to hide the pain. So someone is staring out into the night. Even with just this picture in our minds, we already know someone is really deep into thoughts, wondering, probably wondering about something. And he continues to say, trying to hide the pain. So maybe they are with their lover and they're turning away from them so that they don't see their tears. So that's another powerful problem indicated here. And let's have two more. Easy on me by Adele. She sings, there ain't no gold in this river that I've been washing my hands in forever. That's strong. Something that someone believed in turns out to be wrong. And it's used with a negation. Ain't. And last one, very famous one, Painted Black by Rolling Stones. It starts with, I see a red door and I want it painted black. That's a funny one, but it's so true. So um, just to wrap it all up. 
People love to hear about other people's problems. That's like a magnet to get their attention. So if you start your lyrics by addressing the problem, make sure to solve that problem in a helpful way in order to provide a positive takeaway for your audience. And you can use the powerful problem as an attention-grabbing opening line. It is so, so strong. So, and we already talked about different ways how you can pull it off, but let me just name them again. You can address a negative feeling or emotion which raises the question in the audience's mind, what happened? Why do they feel like this? You can also include colors that represent negative emotions or address something that someone was told or what they believed and it turned out to be wrong. Or you can also say what someone used to do that they unfortunately can't do anymore. You can also use negations like can't, don't, won't, doesn't that show that things aren't right. Um, another powerful way to use the powerful problem as an opening line is to talk about something that someone did to the song's character and that they perceived as wrong. And you can also start with a mistake that the song's main character made. Or you can use words that signal to the audience that something is wrong. And now you can go and start writing your own lyrics that start with a powerful problem. If you still wonder why a problem is so powerful, not only as an opening line, but also how it can help you to figure out what's relevant in your lyrics, listen to my previous episode of the Stories and Songs podcast. In it, we talk about how a specific problem helps you to know which lyric lines and ideas to keep or throw out. And that's episode 36 of the Stories and Songs podcast. <music> Lastly, if you like this episode, please leave a rating and review. This helps me spread the word about the power of storytelling and lyric writing and helps me figure out what to create for you to help you write amazing lyrics. And with that said, I see you next week. Bye bye, Melanie.